Oh, baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in ESPN 97.7, Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, the Friday edition, the day of the sweep, or perhaps not. Don't bet on it. Don't bet on it. Don't bet. That's my tip for you kids. Don't Don't, bet. Don't gamble. Don't gamble. Uh, Gambling is a gamble. Don't. uh, Just say no. Be careful uh, who you date because you can, uh, whether it's me or Alex Rodriguez, there's a chance you're going to have some money missing. Um, The $300 question of the day is, are the Cavaliers going to be swept into oblivion? The answer to that is yes. You think? I think so. I'm going Cavs tonight, baby. I'm pulling for the Cavs, but I think we're bringing out the brooms tonight. Um, It looks like it could be 4-0. But a quick sidebar here. Who cares what happens in the NBA playoffs? My uh, campaign to make Monroe, West Monroe, the cleanest cities or clean cities in the in the state. You better has differentiate finally paid between off. the two. Yeah, really. <laughs> or we're well, gonna we're gonna well, ma- make sure you address all hate mail to Jamie Fox. Yeah, there's a river that runs between us, so that's really a big divide, isn't it? Yeah, good um, name for a movie. Yeah, it might. Uh, so anyway. Uh, Little known fact, uh, if you if you've been asleep, Monroe has won the cleanest city in the state contest. Now, this was a fierce battle. I believe it came down to us, uh, Hong Kong, Ethiopia, and New Delhi, India. Uh, is pretty much must have what that must have come down to because if Monroe is the cleanest city in the United States, I'm a porn star. And that's not true. Stop either. it! Or something else. I'm a I'm a, a movie star. How about that? Let's let's use that because uh, we're 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 a clean show here. <laughs> we used to be. We used to be. Uh, folks, uh, clean up your trash. Uh, pick it up. I was sitting there going, you know, I, and, hey, hey, we're number one. What we're more do number you want? one, right? Uh, we we pick up. We go so far as to not even throw cigarette butts out our windows. Um, I, I don't understand this. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, listen. I am not. I am not a saint. I have my. I'm a sinner, just like all of you. But I'd at least pick up my trash. I at least go the effort to not throw trash out of my car. And these these goombas who throw trash in my ninety year old mother's yard, who you know can't get out there and pick it up. Uh, we have the ditch, and it's like, dude. I mean, you have get off your dead behind and pick it up. No it's home training. Home, it's no home training. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, we are. Uh, I don't understand it, but anyway, hopefully, I will continue to rant and rave on that. Hey, uh, have you ever been by? Somebody? But I got to have surgery, so I, might, I may not yeah. make it. So if I don't, you won't have to hear me anymore. But but still, pick your trash but, up. But until I till I leave this earth, will you please, if for me and Jamie Mayo and all the people that are trying to keep this the cleanest city, even though we probably you know gave it to ourselves just to make ourselves feel good, please do that. Uh, in West Monroe is all this area. Uh, it makes a huge, huge, huge difference. As Terry and I know, living other places, uh, you don't you don't attract Century Twenty Century Link, and we fell into that because they're locally, uh, and thank God for them uh, and Gardner Denver and everybody else who pays t- uh, corporate taxes around here. Uh, you don't attract people that way. As people, it hasn't been that long ago where we lost 
a the Saturn. Yeah, plant you told me that. I didn't realize that. that was, it that came down to us in Springfield, Tennessee, and the people came Spring down here. Hill. Spring Hill, I'm sorry. Uh, my uncle had some land there that he sold as part of that deal. Oh, you're rich uncle now. Uh, well, yeah, he was. I did. I wasn't. Everybody <laughs> becomes rich, though, when you have a car plant comes in and provides yeah. millions of dollars. Have worth you of been jobs. there? Yes, I passed it, through it yeah, on the interstate. It's but, just outside Columbia, Tennessee, mm-hmm. on the way to Nashville. Beautiful. Uh, it's an immaculate part of the country. One of the best yeah. places to live there is. No question about it. I've been through it, and I was just amazed because, number one, it was clean. Yeah, and, and, and that was I was up there last year. And that actually getting some uh, some heirlooms from my uncle who passed away yeah. uh, out of storage in that area, and I drove right through it. Oh, it is beautiful, it is immaculate, uh, pretty country that that is well kept. And uh, well, there, there's a pride there, Jamie. Yeah, there is, and there's the Mercedes Benz plant outside Tuscaloosa when it, it it moved there right after I did, and uh, it's incredible to drive past that outside of Tuscaloosa, headed to Birmingham. It's just immaculate. The grounds are are very well kept. And, is that uh, where the Nick Saban Museum is going to be? Uh, he's got he owns individual dealerships now. I think in one in the Irondale area, Birmingham, and so he's he's not hurting for a shilling or two either right now. Uh, but again, it like makes my, such a huge difference in how your city is portrayed and how you're thought of, and it's just pride. It's just I mean, you don't have to, you know. I know you may not be able to paint that board immediately on your house or whatever. That's that's a different story. Uh, but you can clean up your yard and clean up, and don't don't trash the the uh, infrastructure and, and the in the streets and, and so you're, alleys. And so you're telling me the two cars I have up on blocks in my front yard are an eyesore? It is indeed an eyesore, Terry. And and I've run out of ways to sue you, so I can't really do that anymore. I'll have to rely. I'll have to go to Bob, my my next consultation with Bobby Manning to find a way to sue you. But but I can't do that now. But anyway, a, a little uh, little uh, tongue in cheek there, but. Uh, do a better job, people. It makes a difference. If you want people to move to this area, which is a hard sell as it is right now, you better clean up your stuff and uh, don't litter. Speaking of cleaning up, uh, LeBron James, and again, this guy is vilified. This guy is praised. I figured this out. And our, and our friend Cody Futrell, who used to be a new star writer, very talented guy. He was. I, very I, I like Cody. Cody put a thing up on Facebook that actually Sean Fox had replied to. I replied to and a million other people yesterday. Uh, basically comparing Michael Jordan and LeBron James. Well, part of this is why Cody put it up is because the series is over. I mean, we, we don't have to debate about who's going to win this series. And so you're looking for other things to do right now. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter yeah, of when. Yeah, it's a matter of when. Right. And um, there's, I tell you what, LeBron James, I will tell you, you're the greatest player of all time. You come back from 03 and win the series, you done. If they win that, Monroe's going to get the, the Pelicans Developmental League team. If, Absolutely. If if, if, uh, if the uh, you build Cavaliers it. come back. If we build it, they, they will, will come. come. Right. Well, probably not. But if we just build it, they may come. They may not. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, so here's the deal. Uh, LeBron James, the Cleveland Cavaliers have pretty much the game in hand. They had a couple times to push it to a three-possession game. They've got a two-point lead. LeBron James comes off a high screen. Uh, the defense rotates over. They leave Kyle Korver, who led the NBA in three-point field goal percentage, by mm-hmm, the way. Mm-hmm. So it's not like this guy is a scrub somewhere. He is the most proficient three-point shooter percentage-wise in the NBA. Mm-hmm. By far the best three-point shooter on the Cleveland Cavaliers team. And in all fairness, he is paid to make shots. That's that's what he's paid to do. And he hit a couple big shots the other night. He played well for them. He was the only productivity off the bench at all for uh, for Cleveland Cavaliers. 
LeBron comes off. They get the double. They kick it to Corver. If he'd have hit that, now it's a five-point lead, and the game is, for all practical purposes, over. Mm-hmm. LeBron James makes the pass. Kyle Corver misses the shot. Kevin Durant gets it, goes to the other end. LeBron, is, and you're taught in, in basketball, number one, you protect the basket. All right, it's a two-point lead. You protect the basket. LeBron is retreating. I thought some of the other Cavaliers could have gotten back down the court better than what they did. Uh, they let Kevin, Dar- uh, uh, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Durant. Durant walk into a three. They nail the three. Still, the Cavaliers have a chance to win. They don't. Long story short, everybody's a critic right now of, of LeBron James. and hey, He should have done this. He should have done that. Okay, dude, go back to the pizza shop and, and get me another pepperoni. These guys know what they're doing. They make mistakes. That's the fluidity of the game. But going back to Cody's comment, and I actually want to get him on next week, here's my theory on the Michael Jordan-LeBron James feud. Millennials like LeBron James. Anybody over 40 takes Michael Jordan, almost with without exception. If you remember seeing Michael Jordan play, and we all romanticize about how good Michael Jordan was. I know I do. We sure. all romanticize. He was six for six, and, man, he was the – He played hit, when he had the flu. You remember he that? He played when he had the flu. He had big shots. He didn't take games off. He did this. He did that. He imposed his – all of that's true. I'm a Michael Jordan greatest player of all time guy. But I also understand how good LeBron James is. It's different eras. Could you argue today that Joe Montana is better than Tom Brady? Yes. I absolutely can make the argument. Could you argue Tom Brady is better than Joe Montana? Yes. So I think it's different. It's the millennials. It's the Gen Y, the Gen X, the baby boomers. I think it just depends on what your age is. The kids today in high school and college never saw Michael Jordan play, Jamie. Well, those of you who are millennials, remember one day you will be the guy they refer to as keep off my lawn. Get off that lawn. Get off my lawn. Uh, You'll be, uh, if you're lucky enough to live to be over 50, uh, you'll be in the same shape we're in right now. Uh, Believe me, it happens. Um, But at the same time, uh, do you buy the theory, Terry, that a lot of folks are, you know, outside of comparison of teams, um, a lot of folks are coming up that that uh, Cleveland should have bled the clock there at the end. I mean, you, as you said, you've got a, a mere two point lead. Uh, do you bleed the clock and try not to let Corver jack it up so soon? Would that honestly? Do you think that have made a difference? No, the guy is a fifty nine percent three point shooter on the left corner during the season, and that's where he took the shot. From. Yes, the game is over he is the best in the nba among guys that i think shot it 40 times from there he was uh seven out of 14 on three pointers from the left corner before taking the shot that this is this is money for this guy it's as money as you get you play the odds and you know sometimes they don't come out in your favor but there's no guarantee even if he drains it that uh that Cleveland still wins the ball game well lebron james I mean, goes to the rack he gets the sixth foul on draymond green uh, LeBron James goes to the rack. He doesn't get a foul call, or, or he does. Yeah. There's so many ifs, ands, or buts. The logical play was to throw it to the guy shooting dang near 70% from the corner, and if he makes it, great. Everybody's criticizing. You know, Steve Kerr made the great shot that Jordan made the pass on. John Paxton has done that. Ray Allen with the Miami Heat. Everybody right, remember. Yeah. Uh, D. Fish, our, our, our boy, which we got to talk about him again today. Mm-hmm. Uh, D. Fish, our boy, makes the shot for San Antonio. Big shot, Bob Horry. All those guys, have, you don't remember the guys that missed the shot. Unfortunately, Corver missed the shot. 
And so everybody's on him. He's a scrub. Dude, go look at his stats. Jordan missed a shot or two in his life. LeBron gets it stripped at the end of the It happens. Larry Bird, I know you guys that are bird worshipers hate to hear this. Larry Bird missed a bunch of shots, too. It happens. It's the fluidity of the game. Could be argued he was one of the best pure shooters in the game. One of the biggest clutch pure shooters in the history. LeBron said uh, last night, he goes, look, I would make the play again. Corver said, I'm going to be thinking about that miss for a long time. Now, I will tell you this. I think Corver is, and people have, have made this on social media, I think Corver's race had something to do with people criticizing him. You threw it to the white guy who missed the shot. The slow white guy. And the stereotypical, <laughs> who's six foot nine and the leading three point shooter in the NBA. Right. And, and you know, people do tongue in cheek remarks on that, but there's something to that. Corver's like, look, I feel bad. It's going to haunt me for a long time. It will. But, you know, we, we put so much into micromanaging and dissecting a, a game that is so fluid. The, the, the players are so big, so athletic. There's so many things going on there. And they make split-second decisions, yeah. some of which are not right. It's like trying to guess on a 100-mile-an-hour fastball. Well, and If you're guessing change-up, guess what? You're going to miss. You know, you're talking about, and we brought this up earlier, you're talking about the pinnacle of athleticism. I mean, these are the, the greatest athletes. It could be argued that they're the best in the world, the best at what they do. Uh, the talent level on the floor is phenomenal. I think it's generational as far as uh, you can, whether you're a millennial or not, these are tremendously talented athletes. Uh, but I'm like, and that's pretty much the the comment of the commissioner is that he feels like, you know, enjoy it for the athleticism of the game, the talent that's on the floor, you may never see something like this assembled. Um, okay, so for in order to to make this go uh, five games, um, somebody like a Corver or Jefferson or Shumpert, somebody's going to love – I mean, they're going to have to have – but is it just boiling down to this point that the Warriors are just flat out better? Cavs win tonight. They Double do? figures. I've yeah. called it. Double figures. Okay. Well, you've got, a, you've got a meal at uh, Powerworks on that one, buddy. Yep. Cavs yeah. win double figures. Yeah. Okay. Lay it down. Yep. Powerworks. We're so. going to go ahead and take our break. I'll, I'll tell you why we come back. Got a bunch of text to read. 888 Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union. We're brought to you by Dr. David Weber. North Monroe Animal Hospital. Simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere in the free world, folks. Go see them on US 165. North. In Monroe. 318-345-4545. Dr. David Weber. If you care about your pets, take them to Dr. Weber. He will work on them. They also got doggy daycare. They're pampered. They're, not, not even, they're pampered. After they give them the shot, which the dogs aren't happy about, they end up getting this just spa treat. But, I mean, listen, if I were a dog, I'm, I'm, I'm not hanging out there for a few days. You could have took Deuce there. It would have been cheaper than $300. <laughs> we'll be back in a minute. ESPN 97.7. Business is good at J. Mallard Ford Lincoln in Jonesboro, and they're looking to add to their growing staff. So if you're looking for more than just a job, if you're looking for a rewarding career, J. Mallard Ford Lincoln invites you to come join their family. They're currently in need of a personable, motivated salesperson and a qualified service technician. Apply in person for either position at J. Mallard Ford Lincoln, 601 Hudson Avenue in Jonesboro. J. Mallard Ford Lincoln, an equal opportunity employer. If you or a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero, and my father is Jeff Guerrero. 
He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, do what thousands of injured clients have already done. Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe. The storewide liquidation sale at Bacchus True Value is almost at an end. Most items are 50% off. Yes, half price while they last. Plus, all guns, every gun is priced to move. Make us an offer. All inflatable bounce houses are now half price. Hurry to Bacchus for 50% off most items, including all rental equipment, save on apparel, ammo, V-belts, hardware boxes, and more. It's all gotta go! The storewide liquidation sale ends soon, so hurry to back us through value and rust it. Every gun is priced to move. Make us an offer. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. Listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital. 345-4545. No animal too small? Or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Welcome back in ESPN 97.7, Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, The Edge on a Friday. Appreciate you guys spending a little part of your morning with us. Jamie, uh, yesterday I sort of take these computer screens for granted when we can pull up information. Yeah, you do. I've tried to do it off my uh, my iPhone, which I have the big iPhone. What is it, the 7, 6, whatever it is. Uh, it's huge. Yeah, it's thank it's a, you. It's a flat uh, screen. Yeah, it's, it's the it's, <laughs> no, it's the about big, your phone. Yeah. Oh, it's the big iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I was struggling trying to read that yesterday. Anyway, uh, you guys, uh, the segment sponsored by PowerWorks Gourmet Pizza by Design. Ooh, Go good. see them in Tower Drive on Monroe. By the way, where I'm going to be eating on Jamie Foxx here, uh, after, After the, the Cavs, Cavs win tonight, the yeah. Cavs are going to win tonight, and I'm going to be enjoying a delicious. Uh, I, I think I'm probably going to go, since you're buying with the grilled chicken salad with the Parmesan peppercorn. Uh, I, I'm going to have to think about that. Yeah, one. and they charge you twice because you eat so much of that Parmesan peppercorn. They, they have to add a... Hey, much like Ray Kroc in the movie Founder, yes. the devil is in the details, my friend. All right, well, we'll try. Unfortunately, I can't eat that quite yet. But, but you can uh, watch me enjoy it. I can. Yeah, well, you can watch me. So, yeah, I, a, a couple things out here. Uh, the the 9-1, David Jacoby, who's the ESPN mm-hmm. producer, said he's sticking with his pick, Cavs and Six. Yeah, I'm not drinking that Kool-Aid. Um, Ethan and Dodson, a good point, Ethan. I don't understand why somebody can't be a fan of MJ, Kobe, and LeBron. I appreciate the greatness. Only people I get aggravated with is the 18-year-olds trashing LeBron and praising, praising Michael when the most they've ever seen him play was in Space Jam. Double J says Wilt was the greatest of all time. Wilt, uh, Wilt was good at a lot of Wilt, things. Wilt, Wilt had some, a specific skill set. Yes, he did. That, no question about it, he was the GOAT. Color me envious. Uh, and he wasn't called Wilt the Stilt for no reason at all. Have you ever done yes. the math on Wilt? 
Uh, it's 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 better than Kyle Korver's shooting percentage. Yes, it's better than Kyle Korver's three point shooting. The yes. math on Wilt Chamberlain's yes. uh, off the basketball court uh, transgressions are it's just <laughs> and, stunning. I wonder how much money he got stolen from him. But anyway, <laughs> I, no wonder the guy died early. I mean, well, <laughs> you know, after that, what do you, you know, what was yeah. he like? What do you have to live for after that? Oh, uh, he. Now that's what you call a life well lived. Uh, go yes. read Wilt Chamberlain's book if you guys don't know what we're talking about. I'm not going to go any further into that. <laughs> Let's just say Wilt had a uh, a particular eye for the opposite sex. Is that a fair way to put it? Uh, he had as the ultimate zest for life. <laughs> yes, he did. Uh, out, off the, his off the court was even better than uh, – that on, but anyway, yeah, his hundred points was nothing yes, compared yes. to some of the. Anyway, let, let, let's move on. Let's move on. Steve chimes in. I think uh, the Cavs win, or I'm sorry, I think the uh, the Warriors win. They go 16 and 0 in the playoffs, 34 of the 30, 35 last games, and they join the 67 Sixers, the Boston Celtics, the Lakers of the 80s as the best team ever in uh, the 90s Bulls. Uh, Cleveland seems beat down, and they don't seem to have much of a fight left. They know it's over. I think they know it's over, but I think you have way too much pride with LeBron James. You have too much pride with Kyrie Irving. I think Kevin Love bounces back. I think J.R. Smith and Shumpert with their back against the wall and nothing to lose. Those guys have nothing to lose at this point. Tristan Thompson, who did you did you see the way he was dressed after the game the other night? Uh, you showed oh, me that, and I was God. I was up. And he, you, his is the one that's dating the Kardashian. Yes, he um, looked like a Kardashian. It uh, outside of. A lot of things we t- the Connecticut runner, um, and I thought I thought well, it's Tristan Thompson moved to Connecticut. I wasn't sure um, because he had a pair of jeans on that uh, were those skinny jeans. I don't know what skinny jeans are. But I, don't, that has, I don't. But it was it was. Uh, it's six foot ten. Yes, it was just it was confusing. It was like oh well, is he? I mean, I thought okay, what's what's the wig and that's all that's missing because he could have uh, you know could have he was you know. A lot made a lot of drag queens. Do look like six ten Liberace. Yes, indeed he did. And I don't know about those shoes either. I mean, it's just like wow. I mean, you, I, I, you're making all this money and can't. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he got one more rebound well, than I did. Now listen, hey, it wasn't that this stuff was so distasteful. Um, Bizarre stuff, though. The way go back and Google Tristan Thompson's after game appearance. Yeah, and like Russell Westbrook's like, bruh. Yeah, you can't. You, 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 can't no, you can't wear that anymore. No, you can't do that. Dude, stop it. But anyway, maybe he'll uh, his his uh, his shots will uh, go down. And anyway, I, I kind of hope. I mean, for the NBA sake, I do hope this goes uh, at least six games. But who uh, who knows? Yeah, maybe somebody be. knows better than yeah, us. Let's welcome in uh, the hotline, Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union hotline. Welcome in, Jay. Jay, what's up, man? Hey, Jay. Uh, how you doing, fellas? Good. Hey, this, here's part of the problem with what people have with LeBron. Um, Jason Whitlock was talking yesterday on Fox Sports. He did Colin Cowherd's show yesterday. And Jason Whitlock was talking about, well, now everybody's saying LeBron needs better teammates. LeBron did held out of re-signing his contract to get Tristan Thompson $80 million and J.R. Smith $60 million. LeBron told him they needed another playmaker, and they went and got Darren Williams. And so a lot of people are taking issue with LeBron because, okay, LeBron wants to be player GM, but then when the moves don't fall through, you know, he gets bashed for it. So a lot of that is not that people don't like LeBron as a player. I think people feel like he's over-celebrated, and LeBron, you know, he doesn't get crushed as badly 
that some people feel he should. And this guy gets killed every time they lose. Yep, that's a fair point, man. A, uh, you know, I think the criticism, that, and I'm a big LeBron guy. If you listen to the show, I'm a, I, I, I love I, the, the guy's the best player in the game today. Uh, you know, all due respect to Kevin Garnett or, or Kevin uh, Durant, anybody else. But I think you got a point. LeBron lobbied to get his buddies paid. And at the end of the right. day, his buddies are not good enough to win and beat somebody like Golden State. Kyrie is. I think Kevin Love, yeah, sort of is. Uh, LeBron certainly is. Other than that, it ain't happening. Right, and uh, to me, LeBron got the team designed to play the way Golden State plays. But the problem is, like, they got five guys that can go on LeBron. You notice what happens when LeBron switches off of Kevin Durant, Tristan Thompson, or Kyle Corbett steps out there. Kevin Durant is out there laughing because they cannot stay in front of him. And, exactly. and those guys know that. And I told a buddy of mine, he talks a whole bunch of garbage about LeBron. LeBron could very easily be 1-7 instead of 3-5. and five. Because if Ray Allen doesn't hit that 3, they lose that series. If Draymond Green doesn't be an idiot and Steph Curry and Iguodala and Bogan are not all hurt, they lose last year. I agree. Wow. Nice, I completely guys. agree. Good stuff, Jay. Great, great. Hey, call back, man. That's a... Uh, Outstanding take. Uh, give us a shout back maybe Monday uh, after the series. Uh, I think it's going to be over in uh, five. I, I think the Cavs win, and I think I, I think the NBA won. I actually I think the Golden State Warriors brass in the Bay Area wants Cleveland to win because they want to celebrate and get all the money for a game five yeah. in the in the Bay Area. What did so, you say? One hundred twenty-two million. If they don't, uh, they lose. Yeah. Six. So, so I think everybody. And plus, I just think just straight up, I think you're going to see LeBron come up with a man because he does not want to be swept. Uh, I think it, it's over. However, a lot of things flying on that. But, yeah, I'm taking them by double figures tonight. I think they get on a roll and break this thing open about halfway through the fourth quarter and uh, and go back to Golden State. And, and, you know, you start arguing about Golden State being one of the best teams of all time. Hey, LeBron, do the ultimate LeBron. Go to Golden State after the year. That'd be awesome, wouldn't it? I wouldn't want to even think about that. But, go ahead, uh, LeBron. I'm going to Golden State. Somebody's got to play against Golden State. What did they lose? Nine games this year? Uh, that Total. was last year. They they lost. 70, they this won seventy three this year. They had Durant that was hurt. They had uh, excuse me. Uh, uh, I'm losing my mind. Steph Curry was hurt for a while. So yeah, I mean they they clicked it at another gear in the playoffs. I don't think we've ever seen anything quite like the Golden State Warriors in the playoffs. And LeBron said, "Look, it's the most firepower I've ever played against." Absolutely right, LeBron. I agree with you. Speaking of firepower, Jamie Fox, it's a pretty good one. How about your friend D Fish? Yes, he got a DUI, right? He did. He Unfortunately, got a DUI. A DUI yes. it, it had a wreck uh, driving around with uh, Gloria. Uh, Govan, who was the ex-wife of Matt Barnes, who played in the game the other night. He got about 15 seconds in the Warriors game. Uh, at any rate, uh, D. Fish was uh, arrested uh, as part of a suspected DUI. Uh, care to guess who the vehicle he was driving was registered to? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the story that... With the, the last name? Oh, I don't know. Give me him. be Barnes? Or... Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, wow. D. Fish is tooling around. And uh, the 2015 Cadillac Escalade that Matt Barnes gave. Does this his, man have no shame? He gave his ex-wife, and the reason he gave it to his ex-wife, Matt Barnes, is for the kids. And Unfortunately, I don't think the kids were in there. And, uh, yeah, 
uh, D. Fish flipped the SUV after hitting a guardrail. So not only was he driving it, he wrecked it. Uh, but yeah, both were he and uh, Govan were uninjured in the uh, thing, but he was arrested on suspicion of DUI. And yeah, so D. Fish, okay, re- he flips <laughs> the, the vehicle of, his, uh, of the ex-husband, his buddy's ex-wife. Oh dear God! Where I mean, listen. <laughs> no to Derek Fisher. You trust me on this one because I I, I I almost went to the – I almost saw the light. So tell me, you have so many more years for redemption. You have violated everything of the bro code. You have flipped cars now that belonging to ex-teammates with their ex-wives in it. You have been seen on video parading around in a bathrobe uh, while the ex-husband is FaceTiming his children. Uh, let me remind you, hell is a very hot place, and you have so much time to get it right. There is redemption, but you have to stop this behavior. This is unbelievable. I mean, this this is, Terry, I'm, I'm fearful. I mean, I like people to go to heaven. I'm not sure D. Fish is going to make it. He may be ahead of the line of me of going to hell. I'm not sure. <laughs> Mo says, look, this guy is a dirty double crosser. He can't even drive his own car when carrying his best friend's woman around. Oh, this is sad. I wonder. I wonder if uh, Matt Barnes was having a. Do they have Matt Barnes' gas card? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I, you know, we got to fill the car. You know, here's the thing. Hey, I got Matt's card. Had, had they made it to the restaurant or one, he would have used Matt Barnes's credit card to pay for the meal. There's no shame in this, and I'm complaining about getting ripped off. This this guy is is uh, he sets the he sets the bar so low that I can't even get underneath it. Um, look, he makes Matt Barnes look. <laughs> you defend Matt Barnes, which is amazing. Matt Barnes. <laughs> well, defish the gift this, that keeps this on is, giving. This is something we can we can pretty much bet on, Terry. That that outside of a great meal at Pyworks that we can count on is that neither Derek Fisher or Matt Barnes are going to be Sports Illustrated or whatever Man of the Year. Can we say that with some confidence that they will not be voted Man of the Year? We could be. I'm going to tell you who could be Man of the Year, Mr. Bobby Manning, Attorney yes, Law. Tremendous be. North Louisiana Attorney. Special I'm Derek Fisher. I've got him on speed dial. <laughs> or Matt Barnes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Specialized Criminal Defense, Wrongful Death, Personal Injury, whatever you need, our Man of the Year, Bobby Manning, will fight to you for you folks. I guess he would fight you if you need be. Whatever you need. <laughs> as long as you the, pay him, he'll yeah, fight you. he's the one-stop yeah. shop. Go see him uh, in Monroe, 318-342-1411. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. The debacle continues upon our return. <laughs> To win in sports, you must focus on your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. I'm Eric McCullough, your Edward Jones Financial Advisor, and I can help. Call 318-254-0032 or stop by my office at 734 Celebrity Drive today. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. There was a time when you had to choose between big rebates or low-interest financing when you bought a car. Now you get both. At J. Mallard Ford Lincoln, all 2017 Lincoln Navigators come with $4,000 customer cash back, $2,000 cash for owning a competitive make, even $750 for military and first responders. All that plus 0% for 72 months with approved credit. Get all the details and pick out your new Lincoln Navigator today at J. Mallard Ford Lincoln in Jonesboro. 
2017 Bulldog football season tickets are on sale now. Join us in Ruston for seven home games that include marquee opponents versus SEC Power Mississippi State, an in-state battle versus Northwestern State, and conference foe Southern Miss. Save up to $84 when buying season tickets and be eligible for a tour of the new press box. Contact the ticket office at 318-257-3631 or latexsports.com slash tickets to secure your season tickets today. Parents, you're invited to a game-changing parenting summit this Sunday at 5 p.m. at Chatham United Methodist. Go beyond talking to your kids only about the physical consequences of sex to talking about the spiritual consequences. Sunday at 5 at Chatham UMC. Truck Pros is North Face Louisiana's truck giant. Truck Pros has your next big bad boy four-wheel truck. At Truck Pros, man, you'll save and save big with their huge selection of big bad boys four-wheel drive trucks with lift packages. No wonder they're the truck giants. Truck Pros has the model you'll want. Dodge, Chevy, GMCs, Ford, Jeeps, and more. Don't miss out on the huge selection and savings you'll find only at the Truck Giants. Truck Pros on Constitution Avenue next to Cracker Barrel. Or shop them now online at truckpro.us. That's truckpro.us. Truck Pros. Good morning. Here's the latest weather conditions for area. Plenty of sunshine with warm and humid conditions today and high of 86 degrees. Mostly clear skies and a bit cool tonight, a low 63. Sunny skies, warmer temperatures on tap for tomorrow and high of 88 degrees. Living on the Edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. Welcome back to the Edge on ESPN 97.7. Welcome back in ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx with you. Appreciate you spending a little part of your morning with us. Jamie, you're going to do me a favor when this is over. I just I, I want to say thank you. Uh, I had a... Uh, and you were actually picked that out. He thought I'd been on maybe uh, a, a bad street and got my window shot out. But I think a rock There's from my There's probably a lot of people that want to shoot at us. Yeah, but. it could be. I don't really run around on my wife, so it's not like a, a – it's not like a Derek Fisher who probably has a discount on tires Dude. and windows being replaced. But, but, yeah, I get to go to uh, to our guys. and I'll, th- I'll throw them out there. Port City Glass over in Monroe is going to do a uh, replacement of my back window on my vehicle. And, well, uh, good for yeah. That's another yeah, fine, yeah, and you fine take, establishment here. You take me here. over there, and we get through with the show. And I, yeah. I talked to the guys this morning. Really for, nice guys. Got a great deal. So for your auto glass needs, yeah, for your auto glass needs. That, that's a free one, guys. Yeah, uh, Port City. So at any rate, um, I, I, a couple texts out here, and I want to get to it. Steve said, "Will the Cavs sign or trade for Carmelo Anthony? Do they need another score to match the Warriors?" Dear God, if they want to finish about eighth in the East, they'll trade for Carmelo Anthony. Uh, Carmelo to, Anthony is kryptonite. Uh, way to ruin team chemistry is bring Carmelo into your like J.R. Smith's not enough. Yeah, it's almost like bringing Derek Fisher into the locker room now. It's uh, he's he's that toxic. I D- think D. Fish is going to be the uh, community outreach guy for the players' <laughs> families. Yeah, don't worry. I'll make sure your wives get to the game, okay? You know, here's the thing. Uh, he's on everybody's welcome wagon, isn't he? I mean, you know, you have you know how people move into families, move into communities, and here's your here's your you're moving to say our, our lovely the cleanest city in the country, uh, Monroe, and they knock the knock on the door. It's hi, I'm Derek Fisher from the Chamber of Commerce. I'm here to welcome you to Off Fair City, the cleanest city in in the country. We beat out New Delhi, India for that. All right, but. So let me ask you a question. We've all got friends like this. Sure. And if you don't have a friend like this, uh, it's probably you. We all have friends and acquaintances throughout our life that are less than scrupulous when it comes to their uh, pursuit of the fairer sex. Is that a good? They, they, they run around and, you know, anybody that they can – 
uh, associate with, they do. Mm-hmm. And we all know people like that, right? Yes, I, we, we, yes. we do. And if you don't know, why are you pe- pointing at me? Yeah, when if you, say you do that. know, if you don't know people like that, it's probably you. Okay. Uh, so, as an NBA player or a coach, D Fish comes up and he's talking. Do you, in the back of your mind, going, "Are you keeping an eye on him?" I mean, seriously. You're like, "Okay, I, I, dude, I know what you're up to. I don't trust you." If ever there was a need for eyes in the back of your head, it's when Derek Fisher's in the room. Oh my goodness. Uh, Wow. How about if you're his girlfriend? How about Gloria? Do you think she really – do you think D, uh, D-Fish has like a LoJack where she keeps – or the Find Your iPhone app, Find D-Fish, <laughs> and she worries about him? I would after his previous performance uh, in in uh, in a bathrobe. Maybe so. you could hang out with Tiger. Tiger, Manziel, D-Fish. That's a reality show Tiger. I would watch. I think I think the, uh, the, the back is sideline Tiger. You could throw Kaepernick in there, too. He's not got anything going on. Mm-hmm. And how about Ryan Lochte? Dude, that, yeah. that, and you vote them. I don't know. Do you vote them out of the house, or do you want them all in one spot where you can keep an eye on them? Oh, I think you want them all in one spot. Yes, absolutely. With about 19 cameras everywhere they go. Oh, I don't know about the cameras. Uh, at any rate, let, let's. I want to get into this, and this is this is sort of a sensitive subject. Uh, and, and I'll open this up. I started not to do this one, but, I mean, again, we talk about a lot of controversial things, and Gary and Ed, relax. We're not going crazy here. Uh on the edge, and I'm just going to throw it out to you guys. There's a report that came out uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. The number one baseball team in the country, Oregon State. Their big left-handed pitcher, Luke is, Heimlich. Yeah, a kid named Luke Heimlich. Uh, he's a registered sex offender. Mm-hmm. And this was uh, documents unearthed by the Orgon- Orgonian. Uh, the kid was 15 years old when he pled guilty to molestation of a six-year-old family female member. Now, part of this process is he has to enroll as a registered sex offender when he enrolled at Oregon State in 2014, but he recently let that lapse. I guess you have to maybe do continual monthly, week. I, yeah, I don't know what it is, but reports of where you're at and what you're doing and everything, and he didn't He didn't, he didn't do update that. his and registration. So, so yeah, yeah, so he hits uh, the go pickup list. Mm-hmm. And which is what happened, and is a routine sex, of, sex offender sweep led to the Benton County Sheriff's Office uh, finding, and they cited him in April. Now, this kid is considered a top prospect in the uh, in the Major League Draft coming up next week. Kid's got an 11-1 record, a .75 ERA, and they're playing Vandy in the NCAA Super Regionals Friday night. Uh, kid's really good. Yeah, he's the Pac-12 Pitcher of the Year, now, the, uh, number one ranked Oregon State. Okay, so. now all that said, uh, the Oregonian talked to the mother of the victim, and again, this uh, the 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 Heimlich kid Luke was 15, the victim was six, and there was a there was a, a plea deal down, and the victim of the mother said, and the quote, "I'm appalled that the college he's going to would even let him on their team." Uh, but he's been on the team. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, again, the timing of all this, Terry. I, why? I, why now? Well, I mean, Jamie, here's you know? here's my dilemma, and and I don't I don't have the answer to it. I, I really don't. Are there certain things? That preclude you, and the answer to this question is yes before I even broach it. Are there certain things that preclude you from participating in society or or furthering your career or whatever that may be? Yes, there are. Absolutely. You kill people, you should go to jail and spend a lot of time there. Uh, you know, we all have actions and consequences and repercussions, but here's a situation that this guy went through an adjudication process. He went through the court process. The court deemed him 
you know, he had to register as a sex offender. And let's see, let's see, what exactly was it? Oh, he was sentenced to 40 weeks of detention in the Washington Juvenile Rehabilitation Authority. The sentence was suspended, and he served no time, uh, according to court records. He uh, entered a diversion program, two years of probation, and ordered to attend sex offender treatment for two years. And so he had to go to treatment. He had to do probation. Uh, He was categorized as a a level one sex offender, and that is has the denotation of the lowest possible risk to the community, and their likelihood to reoffend is minimal. So he finished the probation and court ordered classes in 2014, and about the same time he joined the baseball team. The NCAA has no national policy on whether juveniles who committed felonies can play sports. So my question is again, this guy, it's you know, it's like the OJ deal. All right, O.J. Simpson went through the judicial process. That, that's what our court system is. The, the court process, flawed, not flawed, whatever, said he was not guilty. Now, everybody has differing opinions on that, which we can as Americans. Fair enough. Uh, then you go through these other processes uh, in, 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 you know, in shootings of, of, of different citizens. You go through a court process. And you can't get mad just because it didn't come out the way that you felt it should have, irrespective of that. So what I'm telling you is this kid has went through a process. They adjudicated it. And now he's being drugged through the media with the paper. And, you know, is it is it Freedom of Information? Absolutely. You know, we go back to the kid uh, from Stanford that was the swimmer that was accused of rape. And, and convicted, and the judge threw it out. And let's be honest with it. It was a white kid, a white, affluent swimmer from Stanford. Mm-hmm. And the judge said, look, I don't want to ruin this kid's life, so they gave him an adjudicated uh, extended probation. And then you had the kid from Vanderbilt, who was a black kid from Vanderbilt, football player, that was uh, sentenced for the same crime and, and did like seven or eight years on there before the, the girl finally came out and said, yeah, well, I lied about it. But so, what about the white tight end from Vanderbilt who got – sentenced to like 10 years in jail yeah for rape Uh, here's my issue i think we have the best legal system in the world now is it flawed does it make mistakes absolutely i think we're always trying to figure out a way to make it fair and equitable for all americans is that ever going to happen probably not in my lifetime I, just being honest, in just a democracy, being, just, it doesn't always happen. It, it doesn't always happen. Are there some some struggles out there? No question about that. But you know, this guy with Oregon, what do you do? Because all of a sudden now, the athletic director and the coach, the coach had to know about. My, my question is this, Jamie: as the president, I promise you, the president likely did not know about this at Oregon. The athletic director, maybe, maybe not. You know who's going to take some heat for this? Is the baseball coach if he didn't tell everybody. Or if he didn't know. Well, here's the thing that all you know. I don't. I don't understand this because this occur, apparently happened between September 2009 and September 2010, and, uh, and then it was changed in the state of Washington. Uh, September 2011 to December 2011 uh, was changed to first degree as a Class A felony. Okay, all that. All that taken in consideration. Okay, he was 15 years old when he did this. I'm not making excuses. He was dead wrong in doing it. Uh, but, again, this happened, let's say he's he's 20, at least 18 to 20 years. No, he's, he's probably closer to 21 at this point. Right. Okay, so it happened at least five or six years ago. Why didn't this come up five to six years ago? 
But until the guy, because they seal the records as a no, juvenile. No, because the woman knows that he's a number. The 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 mother of the six year old knows this guy is going to be a high draft choice, and she sees dollar signs. You think there was a shakedown attempt prior to you? Damn right, it was. Could it be? You damn right. And and I'm telling you, this isn't. I'm not making excuses for this behavior, but and I I I deplore it actually, but I do believe in redemption, and I do think this kid. Number one, Oregon State's number one in the country. Uh, again, that doesn't excuse it, but why now? Because this somebody sees dollar signs somewhere, and this is this should have been brought to light. And maybe it would have cost maybe it would have cost him a scholarship had it been brought to light years ago. But apparently, just like any coach would do, if you see a chance in redemption, you're going to take it. You don't think right now that Tech or ULM or Grambling. If they got a chance to get a player who has who maybe stole something, uh, you know, five years ago and paid restitution, if you don't think they can come in and make a difference in their program, if this is their only sin, you're darn right they're going to take a chance on them. I mean, yeah. and, and I would as a coach anyway. I mean, if my that's what you do, and everybody that rips these coaches about, oh, you should. Let me tell you something. They all got egos. Well, none chimes in. We're going to go ahead and take yeah, our let's... break. Uh, none chimes in. Actually, a reporter found out about doing it on a separate story. Nobody contacted the mother about the story until after. So uh, we'll, we'll talk about this more. i got several texts to read. Again, it was a sort of a sensitive but, subject. Yeah. Um, interesting. Why now? Yeah. This segment is sponsored by GB Cooley, reminding you of sport incredibly worthwhile cause the Louisiana Special Olympics. Terry Water, Jamie Foxx, back on Memento, ESPN. Brennan Collision Center is now open. This is Steve Brennan. Our new body shop is now open and ready to take care of your repair needs. Our manager, Cheryl Thornhill, is well known in the area and her team of Marshall Doss, Paul Wills, Doc, Kevin Murray, and Joellen Simpson have decades of experience and a reputation second to none. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and our phone number is 251-4824. We'll get your car repaired quick and to your satisfaction. Give Cheryl a call. Brennan Collision Center, located next to Brennan Dodge on the service road in Ruston. What I tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals, and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber, and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on ESPN 97.7, North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. On a big truck's journey, the driver faces long hours, unrealistic deadlines, and fatigue. Driver fatigue could lead to devastating accidents, leaving people seriously injured or killed. A big truck wreck requires serious legal help. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in a wreck with a big truck, I know what to do for you. Don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. A home is your comfort, your shelter. It's a place where you grow and become. I always wanted that for us. A backyard to play in. A front porch to call ours. A home we could be proud of. Because of Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, we were able to have it. 
Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, making good things happen. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Oh, good Lord, the debauchery in our breaks. You would not believe. Thank God we don't have a camera in here. We're not doing the Facebook Live like the guys in the afternoon. Stop, Jamie, with the gestures. No, it's... Uh, it's it's unsettling. Okay, here, it's very unsettling. And, and and Sean called in, and I think he's got a great point. He's he's a little bit more up on this story than uh, than we are, perhaps. But there was a and the kid's the number one pitcher on the number one team in the country, so they're doing an article about his baseball prowess. And, and you know, in googling him and doing research, the reporter allegedly found out that he had the sex offender past. This is the kid from Oregon State, and so that led one thing to the other. It exposes some things about it, which I, I guess the thing that I'm confused about, Jamie, is that uh, he was 15. He was a juvenile. And, and this might be a Bobby Manning question, an attorney question. As a juvenile, and you're adjudicated as a juvenile, a lot of times they seal those court records. And I guess maybe when he turned 18, they were, you know, I don't know how that works, but he was sentenced. He served what the court deemed an appropriate sentence for that crime. Whether it was or not is not for me to decide because I don't get to decide that. And you know what? If you're listening to me, neither do you. That's decided by the court that we've all uh, grown accustomed to in the United States of America, good, bad, or different. And the issue here is double jeopardy. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because you don't like uh, – yeah, and nobody likes this, but – should the kid be eviscerated or kicked out of school or censored otherwise because of something that has already been adjudicated? It had been like, you know, if you have 100 speeding tickets and get uh, accepted to school and then all of a sudden your record comes up, well, I mean, granted, they probably don't want you driving the team bus. Uh, or if you, you know, what if you were a convicted drug dealer or a murderer as a juvenile and you get out of school for that? You know, you get out of uh, um you know, whatever incarceration or whatever uh, adjudicated process that they give you. Okay. Should you be judged? I mean, you know, I, I don't know. That's the question I have. Well, taking all that into consideration, uh, let's say the, the records were sealed, okay, or whatever. And the mo- and, and I understand this was in, in part of the, the doing the story or the the, uh, uh, the the biography of this kid and where he, you know, his, which is a you know, story of how he became to be such the, the star that he is, this was this was discovered his sexual offender status, and my point is, and I understand the mom being really exercised about this and very upset about it. She has every right. If that to were my be. kid, I would be too. Yeah, I would be very upset. And then she's quoted in this article as saying, "I'm appalled that the college she's going to would even have him on their team." Well, where was that statement? Three or four years ago, when the kids signed with Oregon State. Hey, by the way, do you know the the uh, Oregon State just signed a, a sex offender. This this guy. That would have caught media attention. That would have caught media attention. Why did she wait? I mean, why? And, and again, I, I'm saying when he signed his letter of intent is when this should have been put out there if she was so exercised about it. Um, which, again, I'm not, I'm not saying she shouldn't be. But, again, where was her outcry when he signed his national letter of intent with Oregon State? Why, why now? I stand by that because – she has to she had to have been upset about it back then and now that this kid has achieved 
pretty lofty status as the number 43 prospect in the country, about to, you know, probably be drafted very highly, probably get a pretty good signing bonus. Or not at this point. Or not, yeah. I mean, it could ruin his career. Is this Colin Kaepernick line? So if she was, if she again, if she was looking for money out of this, this is not a good way to do it. But, you know, I don't know. Jamie, let's, let's look at it this way. And, and, I, and somebody texts me, and I'll throw it. Is this Colin Kaepernick-like in the sense that major professional teams are businesses? They are risk-adverse. Mm-hmm. Uh, is his skill going to override the fact that the, the negative backlash, whoever drafts him, can you imagine the people that are going to be protesting when the kid plays because it's going to take a life of its own and it's going to get to the point, and they've already said some major league teams have dropped him from their draft board uh, because of the publicity. Here's the bigger question, and this is what jumped out to me immediately as a, as a former college coach and athletic director, and, and it jumped out immediately to me, and nobody's bringing this up. I read the president's at Oregon. I read his statement. I read the athletic director's statement. They were prepared statements, and it was something along the lines of, well, we obviously do not condone this behavior. We're take, keeping a close eye on the situation. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was all political spin. But the question becomes, did the baseball coach or the assistant baseball coach that recruited this kid, did they pull the athletic director aside and like, look, man, here's the deal. Uh, this kid is a is a registered sex offender, and you paint the picture, and then the president, or, or excuse me, the athletic director would have to make the decision if he reports to a vice president, which a lot of them do. Smaller schools, a lot of times, they report directly to the president. Do you carry that up the chain of command? So, if and when this ever comes out, now if this kid was three and nineteen, nobody'd ever probably say a word about it. All of a sudden, you're the number one team in the country. This is your best player. The magnifying glass is on, even more so because the NBA Finals are getting ready to be over. So College World Series is getting ready to take the pinnacle of the spotlight, at least for a week or so. And did the AD not know about it? Did the president not know about it? Did the VP not know about it? Because if that happened, if you ambush those guys, uh, look, that that your, your coaches are not long for their jobs. Yeah, I mean, we've seen the fallout from this, and I think you're right. I think the, the one who's probably head is on the chopping block right now is the baseball coach. He's going to get you know, eviscerated for you know signing this kid in the first place. But here's the thing. Uh, again, take into account the ages involved here. I'm not making it, – it's pretty unsettling. Just like I don't think – I mean, those of you who heard me, I, I'm not – I don't think it's a good thing the Sandusky mo- that there's yeah. a movie being if made about that. If that was 22 years old, okay, yeah, I get it. 21 years, 21, 22, that's, absolutely, that's pretty bad. Put him under the jail. Yeah, put him under the jail. But 15, gone through, you know, counseling and everything. Uh, hopefully, the six-year-old's going to be okay. Who is probably what by now? 11, 12, so 11, years old? 12 years old. Uh, no, she's 11. Is that 11. she's now 11? Um, and I agree. You know, you protect the identity of her. But, again, where was the outcry when this kid signed with Oregon State? Do you know any people they had have... plenty of time to bring that to the nation's attention, if that's what her goal was. And, again, I have to wonder, why now? Jamie, do you know how many people that are playing, or just college students, forget athletes, do you know how many college students have criminal records? It would amaze you, I'm now, sure. I, I forget athletes. Take athletes out of it. College students. College students. Oh, sure. More than you can ever imagine. I wonder if Sean has some some things I'm not even aware of. I don't know. Probably. He was pretty open with me. I had to give him credit. He was a pretty. I mean, when your kid calls you from Bourbon Street on New Year's Eve and wish you Happy New Year's at, at midnight, 
you, you know, you just you just get on bended knee and, like and take out the rosary and pray for the best. But uh, and I'm not even Catholic, but uh, believe me, I became I became a when, man when, of when many faiths. Yeah, when Sean Fox was growing up, I became a man of many faiths. I can promise yeah. you. I saw Sean yesterday. I was uh, having uh, lunch with a buddy of mine at Waterfront Grill, and Sean Sean was like holding court in there. Oh like, yeah, he'll probably like a Randy Galloway over in Dallas. He just, I mean, he's he's just a man. But anyway, uh, you know, on this, I just I'm not sure what to make of it. The the story behind the story is who ultimately knew about it, who didn't know about it, because that's a span. Look, you're talking about Oregon, one of the most liberal, progressive places yes. on planet Earth, and this story cropping up. Uh, you know, there are people making protest signs as we speak. The WalMarts are probably uh, sold out of Sharpies at this point. Gee, I'd hate to think though something like this would. I mean, look, we talked about. Uh, let's bring it locally, Cam and Hootie. You know the deal in Forsyth Park. Uh, after all that was brought to light, um, you know you can be you can take any stance on it you want. I mean, uh, it may have cost Cam a first round. Draft. No, it I don't know, didn't. but the fact is, he. The, no, but the fact is, his career, his career. My point is, was not derailed as no. a result of Jerry Jones saw that. He saw that as an opportunity that they. He knew that Cam was, and from all indications, it's not. You know, he smoked a joint. Dear God, it's not like he went a, on a five state with, killing spree with a stolen gun. But hey, uh, at two o'clock in the morning in Forsyth Park, if I'm, I'm going to sure Forsyth Park, I'm packing. I'm, I'm promising yeah, that. I don't, I don't blame them for that. But I'm just simply saying, in the eyes of the law, it was not well. They could have been out picking up paper. Yeah, but I mean, the hope for both of these guys is that. And, and Jerry, and I, I can understand why he did this. Look, he looked at the past and go, you know what? Um, they've got a chance, and I, you know, heck, I hope Cam, you know, has a tremendous career and comes back and is mayor one day. I mean, he Folks. made a bad, he made a bad mistake. He messed up. They both did, but I don't think there's a there's a there's a track record. I mean, goodness gracious, who he was without sin cast the first stone. Oh. I mean, you know, and this is bad. This isn't good at all. But it sounds to me like the kid was ready. To, where he made the mistake is he didn't take care of business and go register to update his his status. I'll tell you this one, and we've got to get had out of here. Had that not come to light, would this still be a story? I, I had a player one time, and I've told this before. I'll try to yeah. tell it in about 30 seconds. I had a player one time that was in junior college. Uh, he and some football and basketball buddies went to a Walmart. Some sunglasses were stolen. Mm-hmm. Uh, they caught them. So naturally, nobody knew who stole the sunglasses. And so they arrest all of them, and they take all of them to jail. And part of their thing, of they got a suspended sentence. Part of their deal for the next two years is they had to write the judge once a month and tell them what they were doing. Hey, I'm in school. Hey, I'm working. Well, you know, whatever it is. And they had to send that to the judge. Well, my kid does it for the first year. I didn't even know about it, to be honest with you. So that was bad on he me. He followed the law. He followed the law for the first year. He comes to our school, forgets to do it. Well, about mid-March, I get a call from one of my uh, my friends in law enforcement. Hey, I uh, just want you to know the SWAT team is going to be on your campus later today to pick up this kid's name. I'm like, what? So he tells me the story. And so I call the kid and the, the guy from the, the fugitive recovery team because they give him a list of people to go out after. And these are normally not nice guys, but they recognize what's going on. So, look, I'm going to have the kid meet you. Uh, I'm going to have him uh, in this office. They came to get him. They didn't perp walk him out. He goes down to the courthouse, refiles his stuff. Everything is good. And they could have made that a lot worse. Okay, and so uh, I had to go tell the president, hey, the SWAT team was on campus to pick up one of my players. Uh, that was a fun conversation. 
But at the same time, you got to go tell them what's going on. And then when you look at the details, now the media could have spun that. Uh, player arrested, SWAT team recovers fugitive. They could have spun that any way they wanted to, which the media does a lot these days. But you look through the bottom of it, yeah, the kid made a mistake by not. It's, you know, as I told him, and I won't tell you what his name was, but I'm like, dude, if I have to write a report to keep me out of jail once a month, I'm faxing it, I'm emailing it, I'm writing it, I'm sending it by carrier pigeon to the judge's house. Uh, I'm doing it 10 different, what do I have to do to stay out of jail today? Oh, yeah, write that report. That's got to go to the top of my to-do list. Yeah, it, it takes uh, priority. Yeah, but so, yeah, it's... Uh, Why do I think, Terry, that you were one of those coaches that here, you you got a lot of those infamous midnight calls? Not Why as many as you think. Really? No. I mean, I, I've got a few, and, and, and sometimes it would surprise you. So, anyway, good stuff today, Jamie. Uh, uh, John Tabor is always outstanding with the Death Star. Thanks to our sponsors, our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, US 165, North. and Monroe 318-345-45, Powerworks Gourmet Pizza by Design, Bobby Manning, Attorney at Law, our friends at Spinevelle on Lemmy Lane in Monroe, Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union, GB Cooley, and I think I mentioned Bobby, but I'll mention Bobby Manning again. For Jamie Foxx, for John Tabor, I'm Terry Water. Make sure you stay tuned this afternoon for the Sports Company with Sean Fox and tune in all weekend for the Super Regional as your LSU Tigers do battle with the Bulldogs of Mississippi State. Until next week, folks, aloha. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waldrop. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it all. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. on ESPN 977 and ESPN977.com.